0: As Operation Junction City wound down, we moved south into the Mekong Delta to help the Riverine Units, which used brown watercraft rather than helicopters as a means of travel. Riverine Units traveled in shallow draft boats up and down the many rivers and streams in the Delta, and troops disembarked and waded through the marshy countryside, trying to make contact with Charlie. The 9th Division had three separate bases in Vietnam. Dong Tam, Tan An, and the main base at Camp Bearcat. The Dong Tam base was a Riverine unit in the South Delta region. About mid-tour, I was ordered to report for duty to the Southern Riverine unit, but for some unknown reason my orders were canceled, and I stayed with the 4th Battalion. That was fine with me. I was nearing the end of June 1967, and we'd been in country for six months. We had just gotten a new platoon lieutenant, Lieutenant Walker, who was just out of West Point. I remember the day he arrived at our unit in freshly starched fatigues, clean as a whistle. Here we were, bloodied, muddied, and deeply tanned from the tropical sun. He was fair-skinned. Lieutenant Walker was a nice guy, about my age, 23, but green. He was textbook smart, very and I was an experienced, battle-hardened jungle warrior. We bonded. He was very respectful of our experience, even when it went contrary to his leadership training. Among the first things one of the guys told the young lieutenant was that he should lose the pretty gold lieutenant bars on his helmet and collar. Charlie would have loved to have targeted in on those in his gun sights. The lieutenant quickly complied. Lieutenant Walker listened to his men, respected their wisdom, and set about learning how a real war was fought. A few days after he joined us, I was called to the CP, or command post. We had just set up a night perimeter with claymore mines, trip flares, and fields of fire. A call to the CP usually meant either a recon patrol or a night ambush. I was hoping for the former. The lieutenant told me he had a mission for me. We need to secure a landing zone for a new artillery base to be established some 9,000 meters it's about five miles, from this location. The spearhead contingent will be helicoptered in at 0530 hours, followed at 0600 by an airlift of 88s and 105s. You're to take your squad, avoid all contact, and reach the LZ by 0500 and secure it. There will be no available artillery cover. You will have a radioman so you can communicate with the incoming choppers, but there is to be no other radio contact. Get your guys ready. We'll alert the line that there's an outbound unit, and you will leave through Delta Sector. Second and first squads will take over your vacated positions. Any questions? No, sir! Okay, here's a map in the LZ location. This is a critical mission. Good luck. Now move them out. 9,000 meters is a long walk, even in daylight hours. On flat level terrain with fully loaded gear, it would be a push. But doing a night patrol through rice paddies, staying off roads, and avoiding villages as well as the VC was going to be a challenge. Everyone was tired. I went back to the squad and told them the news. It wasn't well received, but they quickly fell into line. I checked the map and looked for the best route. With gear secure, radio ready, and map in hand, we started out through the cleared field of fire opening in the perimeter. Many other squads were looking at us, and they were glad that they hadn't received the assignment. The distance on the map didn't look far, but believe me, this assignment was no walk in the park. As we moved through the lines, I wondered what challenges we would face for the next seven hours. This was a big challenge for me. I had taken the guys on night recons, 500 to 700 meters out, and set up night ambushes, but never this distance without serious support. The idea of no artillery availability was worrisome. This was my big test. Would the guys let me down? Would I make some fatal mistake?